In this show, I'd like to discuss what exactly is self-therapy, what is therapy basically, how can we do this on ourselves, what limitations might this impose, when might it be wise to approach working on ourselves this way, or when might it not be wise to approach working on ourselves this way. The formulation that I use, as I said, is an east-west approach. The components of the West, a heavy recognition that suppressed feelings are the major cause of what prevents us from moving forward into areas of greater fulfillment and realization in our lives. This has been recognized by psychology right from the beginning, basically, even though the techniques and the approaches to releasing suppressed feelings have changed through the years. Now, what is a suppressed feeling, basically, and why is that a problem for us? This is very basic, and let me just explain this in greater detail so that you can have an insight into what is the primary work that's done in therapy and how you can do this on your own. There's something about the nature of feelings, emotions in particular, that when an emotion comes up, and if it's not allowed to reach a climax, if it's not experienced fully, if it's not allowed to clear in our consciousness, this emotion, this feeling energy, becomes what we call suppressed, entrapped, actually in our physical body. Uh, the physical body and, and also the psychic body become the places where this emotional, this feeling energy is trapped. And it is very definitely an energy. It's a sense of motion, of movement. It occurs on a psychic plane, not on a material plane, but it's definitely a sense of energy. The emotions and feelings have much more energy connected to them than the thoughts do, for example. The emotions are where the power is. Thoughts by themselves are something that are different from emotions and are often linked to emotions. But thoughts in themselves have very little power to, to either manifest things in our lives or to prevent us from realizing things in our lives. It's the emotions that are underlying the thoughts and that are linked to, to them, which are what give us the power to, to either achieve or give us the, or result in the blocking that limits us from achieving. So the premise of psychology is that Sometime in the past, feelings occurred, emotions occurred, and the emotion was not released properly. This is usually referred to as traumatic events, and psychology has postulated that these events occurred in childhood. They were traumatic, the emotional energy was not released, and not being released, it was not released because... As children, we formed blocks to the experiencing of the feeling. And these blocks result in different ways, different conditioned patterns that we approach our life experience today. The blocks are still in place, 
and they still limit our experience today, just as they limited our experience as children. So the emphasis in therapy is to release the feelings that were blocked originally sometime in the past, presumably childhood, but are still blocked today and still keep getting blocked as these same kinds of feelings come up in similar situations as adults, but we've maintained the blocking to the feelings. The feelings are still blocked. They're not brought into consciousness in a really deep and full way so that they can be experienced and cleared. So in psychotherapy, the emphasis through the years has become more, become focused more on working on a gut level rather than an analysis level. And by working on a gut level, I mean coming more into working with the feelings during therapy, realizing that the release of feelings is really what's primary and using whatever method that particular therapy advocates in order to release the feelings. Now when feelings remain suppressed, when they don't get released, what happens is they uh, there's a, a phenomenon known as projection. And projection is an automatic and unconscious mechanism that we do. And the aim of projection is ultimately for the feeling energy to come out and to get cleared. But since, we're, since we are suppressing, holding back the feeling that's within, projection occurs as an automatic means to try to release the feeling. And what projection is, is that we think that someone else around us is causing us to have these feelings. Someone else is doing something to make us angry, or someone else is doing something to make us lonely, or circumstances around us are making us fearful. We assign the responsibility for our feelings to events and people outside of ourselves. We think that something outside of ourselves is making us feel this way. This is what projection is. Now, a second stage of projection, an even more serious and deeper stage, not normally recognized by Western psychotherapy, but this is where we start drawing in Eastern philosophy, is that projection also results in drawing situations to us. We draw these very situations and people to us who will behave in just the right kind of way to bring up the feelings that we have within. So we attract these negative situations to us. We attract these negative people to us and they relate to us. They enact with us in negative ways to bring up the negative feelings that are suppressed within. In the East, this is what's called karma. You attract circumstances to yourself corresponding to the energies that you hold within. Bringing it to an emotional level is something that the East doesn't really deal with in terms of understanding karma, but that's what we can do in our understanding of it. The emotions that are suppressed and which bring the events to us 
The suppressed subconscious is the same thing as the karma, the karma concept in the East. So if you believe in karma, if you ascribe to Eastern philosophy, you know that it also suggests the possibility of a previous life, or a previous existence at least of some sort. So if this is the case, we can see that we come into this life with our karma, with our emotional suppressed subconscious intact. And we attract those circumstances during childhood and as we mature, as we become adults, we attract those circumstances that will bring forth the feelings that we have within. Now, in terms of the experiences that we're having today, and in terms of working with this in a meaningful way to achieve a significant result, what we do is work in the present. This means that we look at our experiences today, and more specifically, we look at the feelings, our feelings that those experiences bring up in us. And we make the assumption that whenever we're encountering difficulty, that it's a form of projection, that we're attracting the circumstance to ourselves in order to bring up the feeling that's within already. Now, doing this enables us to take responsibility for the feeling. And this is the first important and crucial step in any kind of therapy. Any kind of therapy. As long as you're blaming something outside yourself, some person, some situation, for your experience, this results in a, a dependent kind of orientation, a victim orientation, an orientation where you're giving your power away to something or someone outside yourself. You have to take responsibility and recognize that these feelings that you're experiencing, and I'm talking about all the feelings you're experiencing, all the problems that, all the potential problems that we as adults face, intense loneliness, or anxiety, or fear, or power struggles, or a sense of insignificance, or worthlessness, jealousy, resentment, severe anger. These are the kinds of things that we're dealing with. When these feelings come up in you as a result of your interaction with people or circumstances, you have to recognize that these very feelings, if it's the anger, if it's the sense of worthlessness that you get when you're interacting with someone else, if it's the fear that comes up in you because of your circumstances, because you may not have enough money, because you're, you're anxious about security, it's all these negative feelings. These are the ones that have to be cleared directly. Now what we usually do, because we don't know any better, is think that if we go for the opposite of what our negative feeling is, that that will be the antidote to the feeling. If we're feeling a sense of inner worthlessness, inner insignificance, that motivates us into searching for significance, searching for achievement, searching for approval. We become power-oriented outside of ourselves. We're becoming motivated by the sense of inadequacy within, worthlessness within.
And this can take place during our entire life. We can spend our whole lives being motivated by the inner feeling, an inner negative feeling like inadequacy or like worthlessness, being motivated into achievement after achievement after achievement. And the hard part of this is that no matter what our achievements are, they don't do anything to eliminate the negative feeling, the sense of insignificance that we're fighting against. And this is the lesson that we have to learn. No matter what we go for outside of ourselves in order to compensate for the negative that's within, it never really satisfies it. And what happens is we fall into a form of compulsive behavior, compulsive seeking. And compulsiveness is very common, much more so than most people may recognize. Most of us are highly compulsive in, in one or several ways. We're compulsively seeking something. Either it's the right person, it's security, it's uh, sexual satisfaction, food compulsiveness. We have all these compulsions, and the compulsions are just trying to... The purpose of the compulsion is to try to satisfy the negative feeling behind it. And we never learn that whatever we attain is never going to satisfy the negative. So that's the second premise in, in our approach. The first premise is taking responsibility. The second premise is recognizing that going for something outside of ourselves is not going to satisfy the negative. We have to work with the negative directly in order to clear it. And that recognizing that we have to work with the negative directly and stopping all the running around that we're doing, all the striving, all the achieving, is a form of acceptance, acceptance of the feeling, surrendering to the negative feeling within, understanding that it will not be eliminated by any kind of compulsive seeking outside of ourselves, and understanding that what has to happen is the actual experience of the feeling in order to clear it. Just like we never had the experience originally of the feeling because we blocked it either in childhood or in previous existence whichever way you want to look at it is okay we block the feeling originally so we still have it with us it's still attracting negative circumstances to us in order to bring it up and we're still being motivated compulsively to try to satisfy it so ceasing to be compulsively motivated that's the second step, acceptance. Accepting the feeling, recognizing that we have to accept all these feelings that I described before. However, the important point is that we don't act out on the feeling. We accept the feeling within ourselves and the experience of the feeling within ourselves, but we don't act out the feeling. We don't act out our anger. Because that would mean just taking out anger on people around you upon whom you've been projecting the feelings that are within. These people around you, no matter what the circumstances, and this is where it can get really difficult at times, because I know we all have areas that 
form really severe challenges for us. And it may be hard to make these philosophical assumptions in places like these. But this is what you have to do. And you can reach this point possibly by starting to work with things that aren't quite so difficult or aren't quite so so uh, emotional for you. Small things that you can take responsibility for. Small cases of irritation, for example. Take responsibility for that feeling of irritation. And then process it with this system that we're going to be discussing in the coming weeks in, more, in much more detail. Now, when you recognize that a feeling is something coming from within that you've taken responsibility for, you've accepted. Now, in order to actually clear the feeling, you have to sit down and have the experience of the feeling. And it means just sitting quietly. This is the best way to do it and the best way to learn the approach. Although, after you've gained some ability with this technique, you can process feelings in activity as well. But to start with, it's best to sit quietly. And this is another area where we use the tools of the East. We use tools like uh, meditative tools, like witnessing. We use the concept of the higher self, the lower self. We work with the feeling inwardly in such a way that the feeling is allowed to clear. So sitting with the feeling in ways that we'll go into much more detail and uh, ways that will give you a practical way to work with these feelings and clear them. This is what you, this is how you clear a feeling. And then the, the final step of clearing the feeling is transformation after the experiencing of it. And transformation means that the feeling, the suppressed feeling that's within, has been cleared. Now, this won't happen overnight because we have generally a lot of suppressed feeling of certain specific types within. But you can have a major catharsis overnight. You can have a dramatic change overnight. You can release a huge amount of feeling once you start working on yourself the right way. So this kind of transformation, the catharsis of feeling or the gradual clearing of the feeling results in a transcendence of the issue. So that if we've been compulsively seeking recognition and approval in order to compensate for our inner feelings of inadequacy, if we've been working on clearing the inner feelings of inadequacy, of insignificance directly, what happens is we come into balance automatically. We transcend this particular dualism. The dualism of the insignificance on one side and the compulsive seeking for approval on the other side. We transcend that duality and we're no longer being motivated by the insignificance and we no longer feel like we have to attain these really unrealistic titles of approval. We become much more relaxed within ourselves. We're not experiencing the insignificance. We don't feel the need for, for exorbitant amounts of approval. 
So we've grown, we've transcended a particular dualistic experience that we've been trapped within. We've grown past that experience and we've experienced a new level of freedom. We're no longer attracting situations to us which will tend to validate the insignificance. And we no longer need unrealistic and what we could call neurotic amounts of approval in our lives. So that's basically the approach that we're using. It's an introspective, present-centered approach. It does call for some sensitivity to yourself. You have to be aware of feelings within and recognize that this inner, this method of inner working without acting out on the feeling, without having to express the feeling into the universe in any way that's not necessary. All you have to do is work with the feeling on the inside and this kind of transformation and clearing can occur. So I'd like you to just experiment with some of the feelings that you may have at this point. Enter a state of sitting calmly. You may want to close your eyes. I'd just like you to take a few deep breaths just to relax yourself. Taking deep breaths helps to bring us into more of an alpha state, slows down the brain waves, and gives us much more access to the subconscious and also a much greater ability to integrate feelings as they come up. Just feel yourself relaxing, coming into the moment, slowing down, dropping all sense of striving and achieving, of having to go anyplace. Just come into the moment, keep the breaths going, bring yourself into a sense of body awareness, becoming aware of your body. This is where the feelings are happening in your body. Bring yourself into your body very gently. This may be something that's very new for you, so go slowly. And then just watch impassively and in a detached way whatever feelings are happening in your body, whatever emotional feelings are happening in your body. Take that emotion, whatever emotion may have resulted from something that happened today or this week, take that emotion through the steps. The first step is taking responsibility for the feeling, recognizing that it's something within yourself that's only been triggered by the outside, and then move into acceptance of the feeling, ceasing the resistance of it, opening to it on a mental level, and then move into a, an experience of it, just watching it from a witness perspective, watching it without trying to change it. And then the next step is waiting until the transformation occurs automatically.